Welcome to Breaking Through. I'm Madeline Bell, President and CEO of Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and I'm bringing you this podcast from the iHeart Breakthrough Radio Studios in Philadelphia. Whether you go to Wawa every day for your morning coffee, or if you're like me and your guilty pleasure is a Wawa breakfast sandwich, or if you've never been to Wawa, after this episode, you'll be Googling, where's the closest Wawa? Because our guest today is Wawa's president and CEO, Chris Geisens. Wawa's relationship with CHOP goes back a long way. Chris, thank you for joining me today. Um, I'm really so excited to talk about everything that Wawa does to support CHOP. But before I get there, for those of you who didn't grow up on Wawa milk like me, what's a Wawa? So thank you, Madeline. Thanks so much for having me. Um, Yes, there's a really long history between Wawa and CHOP. But yeah, first, what is a Wawa? We get that question a lot, especially when we go into new markets. You know, traditionally, Wawa is a convenience store. We grew up in the dairy business. And so we're that 800 stores in six states, the the mid-Atlantic states, five of them here with our home base in Philadelphia, and then in the last five years in Florida. So uh, for those on the East Coast or most of the East Coast, they generally know Wawa. Well, they definitely know Wawa. I have to say that I sort of think that Wawa has a cult following, and I can say that from my own family. I think you know, Chris, my sons are just crazy about Wawa. And I'll tell you one story. When My middle son dislocated his shoulder, and he had to be sedated to put it back in in the, the CHOP emergency department, in fact. And when they woke him up from the sedation, the first thing he did was he said, Mom, I need a Wawa breakfast sandwich and a chocolate milk. <laughs> And the entire crew, all the doctors and nurses, everyone just broke out laughing. And they were like, yeah, we want a Wawa sandwich, too. (laughs) So I think you have quite a cult following, um, certainly in my family, but definitely in the Philadelphia area and beyond. Thank you. And you've raised your children well. (laughs) Um, But it, it really is this emotional connection that's made early. Um, and, and as a child, we get so many stories. I heard one just today of, of they drank Wawa milkshakes, our, our homemade milkshakes every day because they couldn't be on solid food, a child. And so I've heard those stories a lot, by the way, I don't recommend milkshakes every day, but um, it's, it's something that we take very seriously. We try to nurture that relationship with the community, with our customers and our Wawa associates do it really well each and every day. But it's, yeah, that's a long history. And uh, we're amazed at the love that our customers show us every day. Well, that's a, that's a great thing. And what's also great is that Chop and Wawa and the founders of Wawa, the Wood family, have a really long history going back many, many years. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? So Wawa goes back to the Wood family. The Wood family, our founding family, still active in the business um, started in the early 1800s, 1803 to be exact, as an iron foundry and then a textile mill um, in southern New Jersey, not far from Philadelphia. And as a textile mill, they had a general store in Philadelphia, which really became almost the home base for the organization. In the early 1900s, they created a dairy, so you can get the sense of change and entrepreneurship. And then as an outlet for their dairy products, in 1964, we opened up our first Wawa, which many know today as as that store on the corner that they love. But the history there, while it's long, it's really as long um, and involved as with CHOP. And so in 1855, when Children's Hospital was started, one of those Wood family members, George Wood, actually Dr. George Wood, 
was friendly with colleagues who were physicians, the three colleagues who actually started Children's Hospital and were the founding physicians. So the Wood family very early on had a relationship with Children's Hospital, and it's almost continued nonstop consecutively from 1855 through today. And uh, it's included not only George Wood, it's included uh, Richard Wood Sr. Richard Wood helped. He was one of the first um, in the family that was on the board. He was considered CHOP's third president from 1871 to 75. But at that time, chairmen's, what we would call chairman of the board, were called presidents back then. It was a single role. And he served for the hospital for a very long time. Um, and that was significant. One of his, I guess, accomplishments or ways that he gave back, he was able to secure the land that the current hospital stands on in University City in the late 1960s. And he was instrumental in raising the funds and designing the building. And there is, in his honor, uh, a building there at Children's Hospital Campus called the Wood Building. So even beyond that, Dick Wood Jr., our current, his son, our current chairman, served on CHOP's board from the 1980s to the early 2000s. And then his nephew took over for a period after that. So there has been an amazingly rich history, uh, and it's been a, a really beneficial one. I know that the family, even in our corporate office, we have some artifacts and pictures of our history and, and children's hospitals presented prominently in that. So, uh, and I am just honored, while not a Wood family member, to continue that uh, relationship now that Wawa, um, you know, really has become the face of that Wood family relationship. Well, that's a great story. And if you can imagine those physicians, now four physicians, 163 years yeah. ago, conceiving of Children's Hospital together, what they might think if they saw the two of us 163 years <laughs> later talking and still having a very close relationship uh, as two uh, prominent Philadelphia organizations that have national impact. Yeah, I, I would imagine, I know in the Wood family that they just had never imagined what Wawa could become and has become. And, um, and I'm certain that they, while they would have loved to have envisioned this 163-year relationship, if my math is right, um, it's, it's something that I'm sure that they would and continue to be tremendously honored by. So another thing, you, you talked about Wawa being an innovative company, and one of the things that I think is an innovation that they created at Children's Hospital was the Wawa Coffee and Care Cart that started in the 1970s and is still going strong today. And maybe you can tell us a little bit about it because you, uh, along with your associates and your managers and other volunteers, you volunteer pushing yeah. the Wawa cart. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the Wawa cart and maybe a little bit about some of the experiences that you have as a volunteer uh, on the Wawa cart. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So to, to paint a picture, the Wawa cart is, imagine a um, coffee uh, cold beverages, Wawa drinks, juices, teas, water on a cart and mobile through uh, the facility um, where patients are and families and during the day, during the evenings. And yes, I, I've done it as well as hundreds of Wawa volunteers. To give you a sense, uh, the start of this was as many great things are grassroots. These were Wawa associates that, because of the connection with Children's Hospital, saw this need and started to really build upon it. And in 92, it became, I think, more significant of a program, the Wawa Coffee Cart. And to give you a little sense, last year, in 2017, the cart served over 36,000 
hot beverages and almost 67,000 cold Wawa beverages. So it's serving definitely a need. Um, but that is just sort of the functional side of the story. The emotional side is pretty amazing. And, and I, I have witnessed that um, firsthand and many Wawa associates volunteer often. And so pushing that cart uh, and just giving that little dose of maybe a break to a mother or father who are with their child at CHOP, to see that and to see what is no matter the background of the individual, no matter the what's going on with their child's health, how happy and thankful they are for just a simple cup of coffee. And it just brings you back to what's been important for me. It's, it's not a huge gesture. It's not a ton of time, but it's tremendously impactful to the volunteer, I think, uh, even more so than the family of just giving a little bit back to help make their day a little bit better uh, in a time when they probably need it most. I might have told you a story. One day I was walking down the hall in the hospital and I saw a mom crying and the Wawa with Clark was close by with a, with a few people um, that were staffing it. And I walked over because I couldn't figure out why, why mm. is she crying? And she was crying out of gratitude. She told the, the people on the Wawa cart, and she was hugging them and saying that she was so incredibly stressed about what happened to her child. She couldn't even get away from the bedside to use the bathroom let alone get a coffee or a drink or even a snack. And she just said that the little, you know, ray of, of, of kindness and compassion that came in with the Wawa cart and saying, you know, can you, w- would you like a cup of coffee or a snack or, you know, you know a, a juice? And understanding that so many of our families, their child is so sick, they don't want to leave the bedside or they can't leave the bedside. So that's that that small act of compassion and kindness goes such a long way. And, you know, to see this mom in tears in the hallway over how grateful she was, was, was a really special and kind of a breakthrough yeah. moment for yeah. me because it made me realize what this means to our patients and families. That's an amazing story. And, and I've witnessed it and we hear those stories from our volunteers time and time again. Volunteering doesn't need to be this big, massive commitment. And especially with Chop in the Wawa cart, just start as an individual for a few hours and make these connections. And I know personally, once someone does that, they're bought in because they see the, the meaning it has and the impact it has in just a very personal way. And it's, it's just fantastic. So we are, are honored. We're proud that we can continue to do that for hopefully ever. Well, your, your associates do more than just um, uh, staff the Wawa cart. At holiday time, we have something called the Snowflake Station at CHOP. And so many families, just as they can't leave the bedside to, to get something to eat or drink, they don't want to leave the bedside or can't leave the bedside to go out and get gifts for their children. And so we have um, a wonderful people who donate gifts to CHOP. And the families line up to, at the Snowflake Station, and they say that the age of their child and what they might like. And... In the back are just so many Wawa volunteers in their Wawa shirts wrapping the gifts and um, just doing it with such a smile on, on their face. It's the culture of volunteerism at Wawa has really been felt at CHOP. We have a, a core purpose we talk about a lot internally, not, not terribly externally, and it's to fulfill uh, the lives every day of our customers, communities, and each other. And it's it's really, without going into tremendous detail, it's just a calling both at the work level, whether you're in stores or the corporate office in our case, um, or you're in your community or with each other. And we do a lot of 
things around that. And when I say we, it's, it's really not corporate programs. It's our associates, the, the type of people we have, the culture that they've created that we just get a chance to nurture. Really, they step up at times of need, whether it is for community in this case or each other, uh, and certainly uh, quite often for their customers. So it's a pretty uh, unique culture, but it's all founded in great people and grassroots, which, uh, and, and going to CHOP and children's health and is, is not just an emotional connection. It's so important to so many of our Wawa associates. It's a, it's a long list of volunteers for the Snowflake Station. Well, you know, you mentioned your culture and sort of the values that you have in your organization. And I would have to say there's a lot of similarities between our culture mm. and values at CHOP and, and what you have there. So it makes sense that we've been working together for, yeah. for, for over 100 years. Maybe because of that, somehow they've been shared and intertwined even, you know, subconsciously. That's I, I, right. I wouldn't yeah. you know, could imagine. Well, Chris, one of the things um, that I think is wonderful in this whole tradition of us having a long relationship together is that you also serve as one of our board of trustees. And um, I'm really grateful for that and for the insights that you bring on our board. Um, tell me what it means, CHOP means to you overall. We've talked a lot about the history and the things that we do, do together, but, you know, why do you serve? Why are you, why have you been interested in, in CHOP? It really boils down to a few things. Um, one, the tradition of the Wood family relationship for me, it has to be deeper than that, and um, I'll, I'll tell you, CHOP, in two ways. One, from children's health perspective, I have four young children, um, and it, it, it just is very near and dear to my heart, both emotionally and the importance of uh, what CHOP does in the community and, and really the world. And then where I was really drawn in to Children's Hospital was through the great people, leaders like you, Madeline, your senior team, the nurses. You just meet people and the thing that screams at CHOP to you, and, and I am hard to impress at times, is the excellence. And that's a word that I keep coming back to. There are literally breakthroughs happening on a research level every day that are changing and have for decades and will um, that are changing the whole nature of children's health care. Um, that excellence, that when I talk to a researcher, talk to a doctor, a physician, um, the level of just intellect and passion and engagement and drive is so powerful. It is, it's just drawn me in. So to be able to serve on the board as a trustee is, is frankly an honor. And I think I'm getting a lot more than I'm giving at this point, but uh, I'm glad to continue in that role and, and hopefully continue the, the Wawa relationship there. That's really wonderful, Chris. I think we are really thrilled to have you serve, and you're certainly bringing value to what we do at CHOP as well. One of the things that I think has been so valuable that you've done is you helped co-found three years ago something called the Corporate Council at CHOP, and you co-lead this with Don Slominski, who's the president of the Super Bowl champs, That's the right. Philadelphia Eagles. Right. So when you think about CHOP, the Eagles, Wawa, together, three award-winning teams, mm -hmm. If you could tell us a little bit about what the Corporate Council sure. is um, and, you know, some of the things that you and Don have done in the last three years with this team. So the Corporate Council um, is really a group of very senior executives from Philadelphia, the greater region as well, that have come together voluntarily and, and really believe in Children's Hospital's mission. They become and have become an advocate for the hospital uh, both in the corporate world and the philanthropic world. And 
and in other venues as well. And these are individuals that are quite busy, um, have their time and, and energy pulled in many different directions. But when you put, as you said, the president of the Super Bowl winning Philadelphia Eagles in the room and the greatness that is CHOP and share some of the excellent research with them, give them a little bit more insight into the uh, the organization, they have quickly become advocates, they're engaged, and finding ways to connect. Uh, so it, it's really a good way to get many organizations uh, in the corporate world a connection and a tighter connection to Children's Hospital and for us as a corporate community to continue to find ways to support CHOP, either as individual companies or together as a council. So it, it's it's been tremendously rewarding, and the engagement level has been through the roof. I always say to people that it takes a village to to make what is special at CHOP, um, that we as the, the staff can't do that alone. And so to me, the corporate council is part of that village and that you've really, you and Don Slominski have helped us to um, make that really successful. And, and there's a lot of excitement, engagement in the room. And our job is to keep bringing in researchers mm. who talk to you about your microbiome, yes, all these yes, interesting things. Yes. And, and um, under to understand the depth and breadth of of the research and the breakthroughs that happen at, at Children's Hospital. It, you know, it's it's a sort of a running joke now after several meetings. At the end of the meeting, if I get a chance to conclude, I always say the same thing after hearing one of the physicians speak about their amazing research. And that is at times I think I actually add value on the planet Earth after I've talked to and hear from these wonderful people and what they're doing. I'm not at all compared to them. So it's uh, it is it is that inspiring. It is that significant. And all of the the dozens of members, you know, CEO level, senior C-suite level individuals all have walked away in all at every time. So, you know, I think the same experience I've had in the view of CHOP and its excellence is, is shared by the entire corporate council. Well, you're very much a part of the story and the breakthroughs that happen at uh, at CHOP. Absolutely. In fact, they wouldn't happen without volunteerism and philanthropy. And uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit about Wawa's foundation, because yeah. in addition to giving time, Wawa Foundation has provided philanthropic support to CHOP. So in 2014, actually our 50th anniversary in the convenience store business, we launched the foundation. We made a commitment to give $50 million back to our communities over the next five years. And in four years, we announced that we had reached that goal of $50 million. And CHOP in that was the largest benefactor in a lifetime gift that we called for the Volunteer Center to help memorialize and make permanent the Wawa coffee cart and the Volunteer Center there. So it's been a tremendous, really, boost to our whole impact from a philanthropy point of view that Wawa's been able to make and build out even more volunteering in that uh, through the foundation. So it's it's been good. We, we get a lot of requests. We've gotten, uh, last year, the foundation had 15,000 grant requests. So little Wawa, uh, you know, has, has, um, has a big impact in a lot of people's minds. And, and I think that uh, there are so many wonderful organizations doing wonderful things. It's hard to na- say no to any of them, but our mission is around health and hunger and what we call everyday heroes, those, whether it's police, fire, the USO or Red Cross and that's how we funnel and channel really our best of uh, our volunteering and our contributions. Well, we at Children's Hospital are really grateful that um, that Wawa Foundation has chosen us as a recipient. I can attest, and I know you can yeah. because you you are our volunteer on the Wawa cart. 
uh, on how well that gift is being used to yeah. support, yeah. you know, making lives a little bit better every day. And philanthropic support can be funneled to major scientific efforts and, and, and other pediatric healthcare breakthroughs, but it's also something that can be small mm-hmm. as a cup of coffee, just making somebody right. feel right. really grateful for a, a five-minute break from, from a really stressful day. That's exactly right. And, and that's sort of who we were and are, and that is an organization who, in our business life, if you will, we spend three minutes with the average customer in and out, and we want that to be the best three minutes. It's these small little impacts you have. And when you stitch those together over a course of a day, a week, a month, a year, you know, it can have a broader impact. And, and at the same with the Wawa coffee cart, it wasn't funding some big research project, but it was really about taking those little, what we call in our stores, moments of truth and having an engagement, eye contact, and a, just a smile. And certainly at the time when mom and dad is there with their child at shop is when they can probably use it most. So, and, and that's what we're good at. So it's uh, it's been really a win-win. Absolutely. Uh, as part of the corporate council, you actually solicited other CEOs of, of Philadelphia companies to come on the Wawa cart with you just to give them a little window into what happens at CHOP. Maybe you could tell uh, me how you, you got other yeah. volunteers and a little bit about what that was like. Yeah. So with the corporate council, about 75 CEOs from around the region and, and offered up at uh, one of the meetings. And by the way, Don Smolensky, our co-chair, he does the Wawa cart more often than I do. I'm embarrassed to say, I think once a month. He does. So yes, Don is amazing. And, and I think he's totally bought in. And so Don shared his experience. I shared mine. And we offered it up as that low uh, impact engagement to really understand a side of CHOP that maybe the CEOs hadn't seen. So we did get a couple Wawa coffee carts and a, more than a handful of CEOs, and we pushed uh, through the hallways, and the impact was immediate. Um, you really saw people engage in that opportunity. It was emotional for some. It was eye-opening. There was connections. Uh, and, and it does exactly what it's intended to. It, it really, for the volunteers, gives them an opening into not just the great research and the breakthroughs that are made every day at CHOP, but the, the real patient experience, the real issues and challenges that nurses and, and uh, moms and dads have and children have. And, and being able to just fill that void just a little bit um, was really super meaningful to them. And so with the corporate council, the engagement after that, and in many different ways even, has been tremendously high. You know, you have Philadelphia and the corporate community, I believe, is quite philanthropic. They give back, they're engaged, they're involved. And this in particular has hit a chord because they recognize all of the great things around CHOP, whether it's the coffee cart, the research, uh, the great outcomes that happen, whether it's the past greatness or what's yet to come. And that's been, I think, a tremendous win. One of our members of the corporate council actually was the volunteer of the year because he ended up going back and being involved so much, not just at the coffee cart, but in many different venues and events at CHOP. So it's been amazing. Well, I can't tell you how much we appreciate and our patients appreciate that you solicited others and brought others along to join you in the coffee cart. And you know what you're talking about and how you think about the experience at Wawa and the importance of compassion and kindness um, really translates over uh, to to chop, and I think it starts at the top with you as the CEO, but also with you as a board member at chop, 
partnering with me to really set that tone um, throughout the CHOP community. So I, I can't thank you enough for everything that you've done to support us and for being here with me today and, and talking with you. It was a lot of fun. And to learn more about the Wawa Foundation, please go to the wawafoundation.org. I hope you'll tune in for future podcasts to learn more about the latest breakthroughs at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and the people who support them. Subscribe to get an alert when the new episodes are posted. To learn more about CHOP, visit chop.edu giving. At Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, we make breakthroughs every day. I'm Madeline Bell, and thank you for listening. Thank you.